Welcome to Embrace the Spiritual Podcast. Join friends Michelle and Dawn as they share tips on how you too can open your heart, raise your vibration, and reclaim your sovereignty. Hear what they have experienced and overcome in their spiritual journeys while navigating this expansive spiritual multiverse. Discover how they transform their soul lessons from ordinary into extraordinary. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Welcome to this episode as we talk about the Akashic Records. And some of you may go, what? The what? How you spell it is A-K-A-S-H-I-C, Akashic Records. And they are amazing. I got introduced to the Akashic Records, I believe back in 2020. So it's been a few years. I have a dear friend of mine who was already reading Akashic Records and she said, my guides are telling me that I need to train you and have you continue to take this out into the world. So I'm very honored that I was able to get that information from my dear friend, Karen. And from the moment I started reading the Akashic Records, it has just opened things up on a quantum level. So I think first things first, let's describe, I guess, the technical definition of the Akashic Records. I think there's probably several ways to describe it. This is how I learned to describe it. And this is on my Energetic Embrace website. And the Akashic Records, it's an energy library. So we're talking in the quantum field. That's the energy work that both Dawn and I do is in the quantum field. The Akashic Records is really like a big energy library. So I think probably everybody's been to a library at some point in their lives. So you can imagine the books and books down all of the rows. So every soul, every event, every place, everything has records stored in the Akashic records. So you can imagine for one soul alone is going to have volumes and volumes of information of what they have experienced. So it includes all of your past records. So we think of past lives And all of that learning that we've already done, that's stored in the Akashic Records. But there's also our current day-to-day reality. All of our thoughts, our emotions, our words, our intentions, our actions, all of that is stored in the Akashic Records. So it's this massive dynamic energy library of information that is constantly changing and growing as we change and grow. Contains all our past, present, and future And one of the things I really love about the Akashic Records is there's no fate, there's no judgment, there's no destiny, no negativity, there's just knowledge in the Akashic Records. So what does it mean to read the Akashic Records? Really what happens is when Dawn and I do Akashic Records readings is we are tapping in to our client's library of information. So we have our own sacred work that we do in advance of reading somebody's records because it is a sacred library of information. So we have to honor that and be very sacred and deliberate and and with high intent open somebody else's records because we can open our own records, which is great, but it's an honor to be able to step into somebody else's records and retrieve pieces of information for them, for 
Maybe they're looking for certain answers and their lives will go into that in a, in a bit. But we're able to be that conduit. So it's not us giving our judgment or our thoughts on the situation. We're just channeling the information that's being shown to us from the Akashic Records. And I am a super newbie to Akashic Records. So I, of course, did those meditations to open your Akashic Records. And for me, it never went anywhere. And where I live, tarot is so big. But what's so beautiful about Akashic Records is I see it as it is presented to me when I go in. It is this super highway of energy and it just flows and interchanges and it goes so fast that I whip through, especially when they're taking me someplace, sometimes it literally is like you're energetically being grabbed by a hand and being pulled super fast someplace across the universe. So it is super fun and exciting. I love doing them and the places you go and the things that you learn. And a lot of times you're accessing information of another version of yourself that is currently living in this time and place that is like, hey, I need you to tap into this energy because what you're doing here on earth, you can focus the energy that you have over there and intertwine them, which is so beautiful because it makes your energy, it takes it to another level that you did not think that you could take it to. And I just love doing them. I have been blessed to do quite a few. Michelle has done mine and she is fabulous and I've done hers and it is just so much fun. And I like that when you're, the difference is, is that when you do tarot, you're flipping over cards and the card is telling you what to say. But with this, you're not limited. It is unlimited. You are looking at it as a quantum atomic level field, which I think is beautiful because we are universes inside ourselves that what uh, Dolores can has always said. So we're taking all those universes and uh, you can look at it as you're going internally into you or you're expanding out from here and you're going on the other side of who knows where universes far away from us and tapping into that energy. And I just absolutely love it. It's very true that every, so when I'm glad you brought up tarot cards because a lot of people think, well, that's a reading. So you either get an Oracle card reading, a tarot card reading, or, you know, maybe you have someone that's a psychic medium and they're connecting you with your loved ones. But this is a reading that is very specific to you. It is individualized because it's your information. It's your soul's information. And only information is going to come through in a reading that is for your highest good in the moment. So as a result, no two quantum, we call them quantum galactic Akashic readings because we are in the quantum field. And sometimes galactic, we are off planet and diving into lives that you've had, or maybe they're concurrent lives, parallel lives, like Dawn said, that you are being from another planet. So no two readings will ever be the same for the person or the reader. So you could have a reading, the same person could have a reading from me and a reading from Dawn and get completely different information. And the beauty of it is both readings are accurate. It's just that each of us will use our own individual uh, spiritual gifts, if you will, to translate the data that we're seeing or feeling. And that's really all it is because we're channeling the information. We have to sift through what they're showing us and sharing with us to be able to translate it to you. So every session 
is as unique as our souls are in the universe. And it's beautiful. It's always changing. It's dynamic. One thing that kind of a caveat that I want to put around the Akashic Records, because it's always changing, our thoughts in the current moment are creating many potential timelines. So Dawn has the ability to visually see these timelines. As a result of multiple timelines being created based on what you're thinking right now, you might take an action. Of course, it creates maybe a more definite timeline, but the future, because it's always changing and dynamic, this is not a future telling reading. So if you're looking to go, am I going to marry John? Well, you might. We might see two or three instances where Maybe you marry him right away. Maybe you marry him down the road. Maybe, maybe you don't marry him at all because all those potentials exist today. So just to manage those expectations right up the front, it's not a fortune telling thing. And I love that because free will allows us to make decisions as we feel are right for ourselves, which constantly changes your Akashic record. Thank you for bringing that up because that's so true. Because everybody wants to know, am I going to meet my soulmate? Is this going to happen? And I've been shown like multiple timelines of, yes, they meet somebody, but then they separate and then they're back together and they're when they're elderly. But then there was a third choice because especially when you're young, you still have so many choices. Like there are millions of choices you could be making and it is hard to just hone in because the timelines, every time you make a big decision, you make a switch over, you make a switch over. And I don't know in that time and moment, when you ask a question, if you're going to like, maybe you decide to take a left when I saw you going right, because that in that moment, you're like, you know, I want this, not that. So a lot of things aren't set in concrete, but we try to tap into the highest potential timeline, at least that's what I've been taught, the highest potential timeline. And it could change because we're, the energy is rising on earth. I feel like I'm flipping through timelines, like I'm flipping through books. So how could you pick one moment in time when you have so many moments in time that you need to choose from day to day to day? And it, it's always going to change. And I love it that way because sometimes I do readings and I'll hear back from people and they're like, oh my God, like what you said happened last, like the week after. And it's just like, oh, like, especially when like you get these feelings of this pull or these sensations that are going to happen. And it's just beautiful confirmation, especially since I'm so new to doing this. It really helps me, you know, know that I'm nailing it. I've got it. I understand. It's a beautiful gift. And I'm grateful that I decided to take the class and learn more about what is out there because we're not limited to just what we're shown. And I'm sure there's going to be more down the line that is coming up. For sure. The fact that when we access your records, here's one thing that I want to reiterate, whether we are doing an aura regression with you, a raw Reiki session, or an Akashic reading. We are the conduits of information and healing. Because Akashic Records can be an extremely healing place, and I'll give you an example of that in a minute. But the Akashic Records, think of them as a, this living you know, being essentially, they want you to be empowered to make your own choices. So a lot of times people want to say, should I take this job? Yes or no? Yes or no questions like that are, you know, fall flat in your face. They don't want to give you that information because of free will. They will, The Akashic Records will never share information with you 
that makes a choice for you. So there's tons of information you can access from your Akashic Records, but early on, that was one thing that really stood out for me is that we are all responsible for our own healing and the information in our Akashic Records. So when you have a reading, just remember that we're all sovereign beings. And this is a sacred place that we are accessing for your highest good. But you need to own the information that comes through. It's not for us. We're just giving you what, what's being shared with us. And I think that's really key because so many times we go to healers. I, I need you to heal me in you know this pain I'm receiving. Or I need you to heal some past life information. Well, no, that's not my responsibility to heal you. You are responsible to heal yourself. And so many times people just, I know that you might feel that you've tried everything else and you're just at the end of your, you know, options of what you've tried, but have you really taken ownership and responsibility for your own healing and information? And that's key. It's key in everything we do in life. If we're not accountable for ourselves, nobody else is going to be. So my husband always says, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. And I love that because we shouldn't be expecting other people to do things for us that are going to move us further along our path. That's so true. And good point. So during an Akashic, they know you best. We're looking at, you know, sometimes we don't know our clients and we're going into this like, hi, we're just meeting on the street. And they always show you the information that they need in this moment in time. And I had a Akashic reading that I was doing and everything that they're showing me was actually pissing off this client. And I'm just, and they told me and they're like, I don't care what you said. And I was just like, oh my God, because I'm coming from this, this is what they're showing me. And, you know, as this person is like, this is not what I want. I think I was seeing the end result. But to get there, they were saying because this person needed to feel the fire to have that push. And sometimes it's that push that you that person needs in that moment in time to do what they need to do to get to where I was seeing. Because what I was seeing was the end of the fruition of this project that was going to be worked on. As they're, you know, saying, I don't believe it, blah, 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 blah. They said, this is the information because if we had told you it was going to go like X, Y, Z, you would have done nothing. And I was just like... Thank God, because I felt so bad in that moment in time, but not knowing that that was that fire and that push that this person needed. So they're never the same. And that was a wake up call to it's like literally opening a book that you just grabbed off a shelf and you have no clue what it's about because <laughs> you don't know what's going to come through in that moment in time. And however that person reacts is what they needed in that moment. And they're doing wonderful. And it is exactly what they needed. So much love to all the clients that I've helped. Absolutely. And I pass along the same sentiments for all the clients that I've had over the years. There's been some beautiful messages. And I know, as Dawn said, when you get some of those validations, it's really awesome because people have either owned it or they've chosen not to do that. Sometimes something has shown that, okay, I didn't realize I was on the path to it looking like that. And I don't want to go there. Infinite possibilities of information that you can get from your Akashic Records. So when I first learned to read the Akashic Records, it was through an author called Linda Howe, and she's got a book, How to Read the Akashic Records. And it walks you through every person can access their own records. I think it takes a different level to be able to read somebody else's because you do have to be connected. You have to make sure your vessel is clear. That's why we always recommend either a raw Reiki or, or a regression hypnosis session to clear your vessel 
of anything infringing because if you have things infringing within yourself, that is going to filter the information you're giving for your clients. So I caution a little bit. That's what I did. I've been, I hadn't met Aurora yet to have an aura regression, but when I learned to read the records, I was already doing a lot of spiritual work and healing. So I'd already done a lot of that work. And like anything, it's exercise. The more readings you do, you start tapping into different information and it can go something as simple as we want people when they come to a reading, ideally, to have some questions in mind that they'd like to know. There could be something like maybe you know you've got an unhealthy pattern of something that you just can't explain where it came from and maybe it's from a past life. Maybe we can help you access those records to identify where this unhealthy pattern came from, because maybe it's a lot of times I find actually is once you have the awareness of where it came from, that's all you need to release it. And you go, oh, I, yeah, I don't need to have that unhealthy pattern anymore. And sometimes there's some more healing that needs to happen around it. Maybe there's some work that you need to do. And a lot of times when we get the channeled information, they might give you suggestions as to what you could do to help maybe remove some blocks around that. And one of the examples I had early on accessing my Akashic records was I always get headaches and I would wake up with headache. I should rephrase that to cancel clear that. I used to get headaches. And I found out that in a previous life, I was the equivalent like of a high diver. So diving into water and I dove into the water and I went head first into the ground at the bottom and compressed all my spine. And that was coming up as one of the reasons why I was getting the headaches. So you can see that there was an nothing I was doing. I'd wake up with headaches and nothing would explain them. And as soon as I knew of that, then I could do, okay, so let's back up a sec. We've talked about this. Time is not linear. So I can go back and send love to that person who never had a chance to deal with injury that they received because it was instant and send love to them to heal and close and not have any reason to repeat that event. Because it was like my soul was recreating that pain because my soul at that lifetime didn't have the opportunity to heal the pain and trauma that it had experienced. So I can do that work now, send love back, and that ripples through all time and space to today and future. So that's just one example of something that I learned early on, it was a game changer. I know when I did a session for my mom, there was a lifetime that she had, she couldn't figure out why she was always very careful of keeping her purse beside her, like somebody was going to steal it. And nothing had happened in this lifetime to give her that fear, I guess. But she always felt like she had to cling. And it actually came up in a reading that in a previous life, she was a young boy who had to steal to have money to buy food. This is like we're going back to you know 1800s I can't remember exactly because we don't necessarily remember this information but I know with my mom it kind of stood out a little bit but in that life she was a pickpocket and so so she had the memory of that in her soul not conscious but she had that memory and so in this lifetime she was protecting herself against pickpocketing even though she hadn't been pickpocketed in this life so her understanding that went okay, this is kind of an unrational fear or worry. 
that stems from a lifetime hundreds of years ago, and I can release that. So it's pretty cool. Some of those things like I like, if you haven't done a lot of spiritual work, I like those kind of readings where let's clear out the, the back baggage, if you will right? We've got to clear out the trunk so we can make room for more. It's a great way to think of it. Beautiful. And congratulations to your mom and you for doing that healing that was needed. And, and imagine if you didn't have that Akashic or even, you know, doing that one for your mom, how long would have that energy continued to flow in your lives? So these are little tools that we can use for ourselves to help us raise our vibrations, change the timelines. And that's a big one because I do see a lot of timelines changing in the Akashics when I'm doing them. Or a lot of times I will see there's an event that's going to happen and somebody is going to get injured and they just need to be warned about it in that time and moment. So, and we can clear the energy because we saw it in the Akashic so that it won't happen. And that's a beautiful gift that you can do for yourself because a lot of times you don't know that this is going to happen and seeing it from this big quantum level, you can pinpoint it because your guides are saying this needs to be cleared you can see it we're showing it to you please clear it please help your higher self like help me help me and we can do it in that moment in time and what a beautiful gift that we can all do together to put you on your highest timeline for sure and i think that's a great segue into you know what are some of the other things that we can access in your akashic records because this information is coming to us from your higher self guides angels your galactic family and you know your soul blueprint there could be your magical creatures your dragons your you know the fairies the unicorns all of these energy beings that are out in the quantum field that have a relationship with your soul that is what we're tapping into so different information is going to come through as we've said already that's going to help your organic timeline. So there's really cool information to be figured out in your Kashuk records. I love it. I do mine as an hour long because I find usually as questions come up, either sometimes I get, oh, well, they want to ask you a question about that. And so there's a little bit of a dialogue that happens because of them wanting to engage you to be able to be, you know, responsible and and wanting to own that information. So I like to do an hour reading. I think, Dawn, that's what you're doing as well. I have it as 45 minutes, but we always go over. So my guys told me, put it as 45 minutes. You're going to go over because they're seeing into my future and they're like, put it at 45 minutes because sometimes literally the information with somebody, like literally they're like, okay, we're closing the book now. Ask your questions. And I said, all right, I will tell this person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why don't you be a little more direct about it? <laughs> I, I'm glad you said that because yes, sometimes they can be a little bossy and oh my goodness, you know, a little bossy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, and you you just never know. Like I've had a beautiful reading that I did for a friend of a friend, and her children who had passed before her, sadly, had come through. And I'm like, I don't know, they're kind of being smart asses. So I don't know if that was them in real life. And it totally was. And so, you know, we're not filtering the information. Obviously, if something comes through that's really serious, we'll be gentle with how it's shared. But otherwise, it's your information that's coming through. So it can be lighthearted, it can be serious, it depends on what's happening in the moment. And 
That's why no two readings for a person are the same. It's fabulous. I love it. So do I. And your energy is always shifting. So just because you had the Akashic and it was like one way, you know, a year ago, your energy has changed so much. It might be totally different a year later. And that's so beautiful because it shows that you're not like the Michelle of last year. And now it's like new improved Michelle. And it just shows how we're energetically growing. And as we grow, the earth is growing and it's rippling out to the universes as we are. Or sometimes we tap into universes far, far away and they're like, yep, we're sending this information to you. <laughs> Absolutely. And one of the other things that I do in my Akashic Records, I've done this for myself. I haven't done this for a client, but I've done this for myself on several occasions is because Akashic Records are stored for, as I was saying earlier, like an event or a place. I've opened the Akashic Records for homes. So when we were selling our home two years ago and we were looking at other homes, so you know, there's some process around it that I won't go into here, but there are certain criteria that have to be met for you to be able to access the Akashic Records of a home. So these homes that were listed, I opened the Akashic Records for them and I asked the house, the energy of the house. Our houses have energy people. If we haven't already felt that, know that it contains energy of the people that live there, people that have visited. So there's a wealth of information in somebody's house. It could be something as simple as, well, they don't like the row of old people's pictures that are down the hallway. It just, you know, it, it's negatively affecting one of the people that live there, as an example. But when we were looking for houses, I asked the house what kind of family or people it was looking for to live there. And what did the house need from its new owners, or maybe there was something that the owners that are currently in the house weren't really ready to let go of. So there are some houses I said to my husband that, you know what, this house just doesn't make sense for us because it wants something different in the house. And the people that were there weren't ready to let it go. So it would have been a futile exercise of going back and forth, negotiating because the house owners weren't ready to let it go. So I was able to access that information. It was fabulous. It helped make, make the process of finding a house that much better because then we knew we had a house that was excited for us to be there and what it wanted us to do as far as coming into the place. So I think it's really special when you can open the records. And then the cool thing is now with our raw Reiki training, we can energy clear the house. So we have, and our pets, so we recommend this to people, whether you've been living in your house for a year, 10 years, more, is your house can always use an energy clearing. Especially when you move in, it's a good idea. You want to clear out the energy of the past owners and whatever experiences they had in the house and then get it ready for yourself to come in. So it's a beautiful um, kind of tandem thing that you can do that's really going to elevate you coming into that new environment. And that's a good point about houses. But I always end up, when I go someplace, I talk to the land. Like when I went to go to North Carolina, I talked to the land and she said, yes, you can move here. But Ron is going to be frustrated. And I was just like, all right, good point. <laughs> so it's, they're willing to talk to us, but you have to ask 
in that moment in time, you can actually talk to the magical creatures that are on the property. Because I looked at another property, and believe me, those fairies, they were talking to me. And since the real estate agent was there with me, you know, didn't want to speak, but they made their presence known. So I was just like, okay, I understand. And they had spoken to me, which our next episode, we're going to be talking about dreams. And I will tell you the dream about the fairies talking uh, to me uh, next time. So I'll leave you with a little, ooh, I can't wait for the next episode. Ooh, but, a little teaser. I love it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But energy is always speaking. I mean, you know this, your dreams. I can't wait to hear about your stuff because Michelle is a dream. I wouldn't, I don't even know what you would call it because your dreams are like three years ago, you were telling me about a dream and you're like, it came true. Yep. You're tapping it's into awesome. some crazy energies. <laughs> yep. It's um, very cool stuff. So Akashic Records, if you haven't had a, a reading before, I encourage you to do that. Go to our embracethespiritual.com website and go over to the tab called Energy Healing Services. And you can find both mine and Dawn's websites there. And then you can navigate there and book a service with us. It's all done remotely. We do it through Zoom. You get a recorded session that is sent to you afterwards so that you can replay it and remember because when we're in the moment we're not good we don't remember we're just channeling information so we can't certainly speak to something afterwards and that's why we give you the recording to to access it can be something that you can have an akashic reading every few months if your life is if you're going through lots of changes you know you can tap into those new energies. However, I want to say that you have to be careful because I know people have done this where they, I'm not sure how, what the word you would use for it, but they become reading junkies. They just want the reading, they want the information, but then they're not doing anything with it. So that's unhealthy. So we're not suggesting that. And we can even ask in your records if there's a good time to check in again. But that's really not the purpose. The purpose is you've got maybe an event in your life that's happening or something that you just haven't been able to work through. Maybe there's just a little bit of extra information that we can give you that can help finally release a block that's stopping you from manifesting. Our previous episode about manifesting, the Akashic Records are a great place to maybe find where you have blocks that are stopping you from manifesting what you're looking for. And the Akashic Records could help you identify maybe you're trying to manifest something that's not in your highest good or maybe you've got some blocks that we can help you look into so it is infinite potential i like your point about becoming a reading junkie i have a friend who does tarot card readings and she had a client who became a friend that it was like she would call her up and be like you need to do a reading for me now i don't care what you're go what you're doing do it now and that's not the type of service that this is. We are here to help you heal. And obviously this the answers that she was getting was not helping her heal because it shouldn't be like, I can't function without a reading. We're here to empower you, to take charge of your life, to make you be as sovereign as you can be in the moment in time and place and go on from there. But if you feel like you need one after another, after another, then you should stop and say, something's not working out. Let me look at me because one should have been enough for at least a little bit. Absolutely. And we'll be honest with you. If we have a client that we sense that might be going on, that they're kind of in that circular seeking of information that we're not going to take a client just to take a client. It has to be in your 
best interest and for your highest good. Remember that the Akashic Records are sacred and they needed to be treated as such from us doing the reading and from you as a client because your soul is sacred. Your soul's records are sacred and we need to treat them with the utmost respect. Absolutely. Everything should be taken care of sacredly at all times to ensure your safety and ours. Just because we are being allowed to look doesn't mean that we are going to, especially I love that we shield because when you do tarot, you're not shielding. And the messages that I've heard come through when you learn to read energy, you know that they're not messages coming from something that has love or had love. They need to heal. Um, looking back now, the differences, because I've had tarot card readings, and honestly, they didn't make any sense at all in that moment in time. And whatever I was told really didn't come true. But I feel that Akashic readings, that energy has come through more true in that moment in time and space than anything else has. But remember, you have free will, so you are allowed to change your mind and say, nope, I don't like that answer, and I'm gonna go from there and make what I want come to fruition. So we'll leave you on this thought, is come astral travel with us into your Akashic Records. So join us next episode as we talk everything dreams, what kind of dreams we've had, what to expect from your dreams, how to make sense of your dreams. Listen to our next episode. Follow, subscribe, and share. Embrace the spiritual on all podcast streaming services, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Go to EmbraceTheSpiritual.com for additional content and a list of upcoming episodes. To book an aura regression or raw Reiki session, contact Dawn on her website, alchemy-sacredsound.com, and Michelle on her website at energeticembrace.com. Infinite love and gratitude. Thank you for joining us.